Hey there. This is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast. Today is November the 21st. The sun has officially gone into Sagittarius from Scorpio, and we are headlong into the holiday season. Everything's getting uh, commercially ramped up for Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Amazon is trying to hire I don't know how many people here in the Atlanta area. They have several warehouses here and I I just don't remember the figure, but hundreds, they're trying to hire hundreds and more drivers and that and that's what we all need. We all need more stuff, you know? More stuff. Kidding, of course. And there is a certain amount of stuff that we need to function in the world the way it is right now. So that's true. Um, (laughs) But the amount of stuff we have compared to the amount of stuff I grew up with is pretty phenomenal. I think I've mentioned that we farmed and my dad liked to collect farm antiques and so we had buildings on the farm that had farm antiques in them and he also liked to collect buggies and wagons and he always had several projects going of what he was going to do with all that Um, (laughs) but Most of it didn't get done um, or crept along at such a slow pace that it would take a century or two to get it all done. But fortunately, there were people who wanted to buy most of it when my dad passed on, so I don't have any of that, fortunately. Oh, I think I have a couple of small pieces, but no buggies or wagons or... (laughs) or all the bits and pieces that go with that. So, anyway, the amount of stuff we have is quite amazing, I think. And we got to keep the economy moving, right? Right, right, yes. So, uh, this week, this past week in class, we um, were working on Again, synchronicity and gratitude and intuition. Then uh, we won't have class this week. We're taking class off. And then the first week in December, first Wednesday in December, we will begin our Archangel meditation series. And um, that's, that's something that's a particular 
series of meditations that everyone seems to enjoy and look forward to, and I certainly do, um, for a number of reasons. One is that uh, it's, it's fun, it's easy to do, and people usually have some kinds of experience or insight or um, revelation <laughs> or inspiration that, that they hadn't had in their meditations before. So that's a good thing and just in terms of ordinary everyday applications um, archangels angels in general are shared by all the cultures of the Jewish tradition, the Christian tradition, and the Muslim tradition. And people generally don't realize that, but there are all kinds of angels that show up in the Old Testament and some that show up in the New Testament and, of course, in the Quran. And another interesting thing, and I haven't counted this myself, but apparently there are more references to Mary as the mother of Jesus in the Quran than there are in the New Testament, which is sort of interesting. And of course, I'm sure you all know that Jesus is referred to in the Quran as well, and he's considered to be a great prophet in the Muslim tradition. I don't know how many people know that, um, but... So, angels are cross-cultural, and most cultures have some kind of reference to angels. They may not call it that, but the in most cultures there is or are some beings or references to beings who in general fit the description of angels. So I think that's kind of interesting. And also, uh, people who have no religious background or interest or experience, which is not a lot of people, but there are people who, who just are not religious at all, and, and oftentimes people will be in some kind of situation, um, family situation or you know, maybe some dramatic family situation, and they will have an experience of an angel. And there are all kinds of stories that people have related of being lost in the woods or um, in a car accident or... And, and not all those experiences are dramatic. I mean, some of them are 
you know, maybe a little dramatic, but not necessarily super dramatic. And they are saved or inspired or um, whatever, or helped in some way by what they considered to be an angelic assistance. So I think that's also interesting. So even though our culture um, is sort of pre-programmed for angels, it's, you know, it's part of our culture, it's part of our cultural mindset. But not everybody believes in angels, and yet oftentimes they will have some kind of experience. So I think that's, that is interesting. And when we're talking about spiritual experiences, we're talking about experiences that are in some way grounded in spirit. And that, um, that doesn't mean that they're not real. Okay, so this is, this is another great discussion that, that we've had in class. Um, things manifest in time and space in ways that we are able to perceive them even though they're not part of our everyday sort of perception. So an example would be if you're looking at a rainbow you're able to see the colors that that a, a human eye can see. But there are other colors that are above the top of the rainbow and below the bottom. So that would be infrared and ultraviolet. And uh, it, those frequencies register on our eyes and of course register with the neurons of our brain. But technically, we don't see them, but they're still there and they register. So when we are able to see or perceive, maybe would be a better word, these other frequencies, we're seeing things through the eyes of spirit. And that 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 doesn't have to be a religious connotation. It just means that we've been able to perceive something in ways that we don't normally perceive it. So if you look at someone and you see the, the radiance around them, which everyone has, that's not within the realm of our normal perception. 
but it is something that we see, quote, quote, all the time. Because it registers on our retina and it registers in our brain because that information gets transferred. So there's a lot there's a lot of information that exists in other frequencies that we see but we don't know that we're seeing it but we we see it and we read it so another example would be that and this is scientific scientifically established that the electromagnetic field of the heart is 5000 times stronger than the electromagnetic field of the brain and this is this has been measured with you know all of our great technology so what that means or how that can be translated is that when we meet somebody or we're even if we're on the street like we're walking and then somebody's walking toward us there's a part of our brain or part of our level of perception that is reading that person's field and not just the electromagnetic field but like their whole energetic field so that oftentimes gets classified as being part of the spiritual realm primarily because it's more of spirit than it is of matter but it's also what is happening on the edge of matter I don't know if that makes sense but it's it's um, frequencies that are operating just beyond where something comes into matter and this this gets into quantum physics um, but that tells us a lot about the world we live in and here's the other piece and that is that some people are better at reading those other frequencies or having some intuitive sense of them and I we don't know why they would be better but maybe it's just their intuition or experiences that they've had um, I know there there are ways that or there are situations that I can be in where I'm pretty good at reading the people who are there and and it's Try and think of a good example. Um, 
Well, one example would be horses or cattle and maybe dogs. So I'm pretty good at reading those animals because I grew up with them and I was around horses and cattle from really early Um, we have a picture of me on a horse at 18 months obviously I wasn't riding but I always rode in front of my dad until I could ride on my own and I always rode a horse I never had a pony because my dad said you might as well learn how to ride a horse because ponies are just mean (laughs) they're not all mean I mean I know that but he just figured if I was going to ride I might as well learn how to ride a horse and there was uh, and not something smaller so With a horse, there's great incentive to ride well because it's a long way, if you're a small person, it's a long way, looks like a long way down to the ground. So there's great incentive to to, um, stay in the saddle. What's my point? My point is that all of us have levels of perception that we may or may not be conscious of. And one of the things that we were talking about in class this week was the more that we work with our intuition or our inner knowing or our gut feeling or whatever you want to call it, the more that we work with that, the better we get. And the better we get at being able to respond or interpret that intuition or those nudges, right? To interpret that accurately. So that's... And we have had a really good time with synchronicity and gratitude and uh, intuition in class. And we did talk a lot about intuition this week and I'm I was really glad we did because it made me more aware and more uh, interested you could say in paying attention to my intuition we get so busy sometimes that we don't listen. We don't, we forget to listen or we kind of forget to pay attention to those inner nudges that come along. So, that, that I, I found that to be a good reminder And I also, um, it's a good reminder for me to be, remember to be grateful 
for those intuitive uh, moments, those nudges of the spirit or whatever you want to call it, and also to be very grateful um, that those nudges from within the um, my intuition have kept me safe and in some cases in situations where I didn't even realize how it was functioning or that something <laughs> unseen and unknown to my conscious brain right was taking good care of me so some people would say well see God's just always looking out for us and I would tend to say we've been gifted <laughs> by the creator with things like our intuition and the function of spirit and to keep us safe and for guidance so I think there's a lot a whole lot that we can be grateful for um, <laughs> without even listing the stuff that we have right before we even get to stuff and certainly I'm grateful for the stuff that I have definitely so I'm going to find a place to sit and hopefully none of the neighbors will turn on a chainsaw which is what happened often in Texas uh, and people in Georgia do have chainsaws but let's see if we can get our meditation done without a chainsaw if you've been sitting down stand up and stretch take a deep breath sitting is not good for getting deep breaths and when we've been sitting too long often our focus or concentration kind of is not as good as it could be and the longer we sit the sometimes the less oxygen we have and then our concentration really does go so it's it's a oftentimes if I'm sitting and working I will set the alarm on my phone for 20 minutes 25 minutes and I'll get up and move around make sure to get some water and breathe really get some good breaths okay so I thought we could do the little practice that we did in class this week it, it's one that everybody 
likes a lot and one of the reasons I think is because it's restful okay it's a restful um, little exercise and with as much tech exposure that we have and techie kinds of things um, we are not always as restful during the day as we could be so I'll just walk us through this the way we usually do and um, it's more an, a little exercise than an exact meditation but um, it is restful and it is calming and it we we do become more centered so let's see how this goes Okay, find a nice place where you're comfortable and maybe find a place where you can sit comfortably and rest your elbows on a tabletop or a desk or the arms of a chair. And as you breathe in, following your breath all the way down into your solar plexus. Let your tummy expand. As you breathe out, following your breath, out from the bottom of your lungs, up your throat, out of your nose or your mouth, out into the space all around you. As you breathe in, following your breath, down into your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. you breathe out, following your breath, from the bottom of your lungs, up past your heart, your throat, out to your mouth or your nose, allow yourself to relax. And when you're comfortable with your breath and you're feeling centered and relaxed, then bring your hands together with your palms together. And bring your attention or your awareness to your hands, especially to your palms. And feel the warmth or the, sometimes you can feel a tingling when you bring your palms together and focus your attention there. 
and feel the energy that moves through our hands. And now, as you're just gently breathing, following your breath in and your breath out, bring your palms to your eyes. And let your elbows rest wherever it's comfortable. And as you're breathing in and breathing out, feel the warmth from your palms going to your eyes. We use our eyes so much. Take in so much information. It's a good way to rest your eyes. Just be very gently with your breath. And feel the warmth from your palms, soothing and comforting your eyes. So just sit quietly for a few minutes. Let that warmth go to our eyes.
you're breathing in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus, with your eyes covered or not, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, from your lungs, past your heart, up your throat, out through your nose, or your mouth, out in the space all around you, be aware of how relaxed you are. And now be aware of how your eyes feel. And when you're ready, as you're breathing out, gently open your eyes. So this little exercise is called palming something I've used off and on for years. Take care of my eyes. Use our eyes a lot. Can use this anytime, pretty much any place. Can be very healing and very comforting. So I hope that wherever you are this week, whether you're in the U.S. or anywhere in the world. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you have many, many things in your life to be grateful for. It's a busy world right now. So take good care of yourself. Stay healthy. And remember to breathe.